Welcome to Delayed Effect. Welcome to chapter three of Delayed Effect. I am the author of this book, this audible book. <laughs> uh, my name is Packy. Uh, thank you for joining me on what will be a rather enjoyable episode of this show. Um, coming to you from a bit of a back-to-back podcasting, <laughs> if you will. I just got done recording episode 45 of my other solo show called the 8-Bit PackyCast. And it was awesome because um, I just got my shit back to where it's supposed to be. You know, that that show is supposed to be about nerd type shit. (laughs) And uh, I'll be goddamned if that whole episode wasn't nothing but nerd. (laughs) Uh, It was nice. Just completely focused on what it's supposed to be so that I can come do this show about everything else. Um, Also, I will be the first to point out the irony in that my last episode, uh, Chapter 2, I uh, pointed out my desire to be consistent, and here I am dropping an episode on what will I believe be Tuesday. If I don't upload this right away, actually I might. But nobody will know about it until Tuesday. Um, when this is supposed to be a Sunday show. But I have good reason. And I got to it as soon as fucking possible. It is Monday night right now. It's still 11.30. It's still Monday. So technically I'm only a day late. <laughs> um, but I have good reason. I will get into that a little bit later. But, uh, God, where should I start with this? Um... A lot's happened since the last episode recorded. Uh, not really a lot, but I've I've made some great acquisitions, some awesome purchases, and couldn't be happier with them. Uh, first and foremost is a few new vinyls. I don't know if I talked about the fact that I got the uh, the Tom DeLonge uh, to the Stars demos, odds and ends vinyl um, before. I probably did, but I'll talk about it again. Uh, that that finally came in the mail. Zach and I both ordered that. God, fucking, how long ago was that? That came out in uh, April, I believe. And for some reason, when when you order a vinyl through through to the stars, um, I I guess they wait to see how many get ordered, and then they just maybe they process the order in bulk instead of just pressing each one individually maybe that's why we have to wait but we both finally just got our vinyls i I think it was this month pretty sure it was yeah july uh, a couple weeks ago and it's great i mean it's it's kind of a bummer because um he got the cd with his and i got the digital copy of the album and we've both played it to death i mean i'm pretty sure he probably still has it playing in his car every day and I have it on my phone. I've listened to it. I mean, when it came out, I'd listened to it nonstop for about two weeks, maybe even three. 
And then just recently, I've been playing through it again. And it, it kind of sucks because now that I have it on vinyl, it's like, uh, yeah, I already know it. <laughs> the, the only thing that, that that's different is, oh, hey, I can make him sound like a chipmunk now, <laughs> which is kind of fun. But, you know, but it's still cool. It's a it's a splatter vinyl in, in a in, in, in much of the same vein that the the Blink Hot Topic releases were. I, I think these were all pressed the same way. I think they were all made to look like the same splatter. I, I mean, the what Zach and I discovered about the Hot Topic ones was that they were each individually splattered with the paint. It wasn't just like a, a film printed on the top of it or anything or the same exact thing. Like, our patterns look different ever so slightly, and, and that's kind of cool. But I think all these Tom DeLong ones are probably the same. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, for just mass producing the exact same vinyl over and over again. But nevertheless, it's cool to have for the collection. Um, another vinyl I picked up, I'd actually ordered it, I think, last week. Nah, it was a week before. Uh, Starset is a, a pretty awesome band that I got into, Um, I want to say probably about six or seven months ago, uh, just before my ex-girlfriend and I started dating, we, uh, she got me hooked on this band. She said, Hey, go listen to these guys. And, you know, at the time I was trying to do anything she said because, you know, you know, I was trying to date this girl and, uh, like, all right, sure. And sure shit. You know, she's always had great taste in music. So I, I never denied for a second that I would enjoy this. And, and I, I do, they're, they're really awesome band. This guy, lead singer is from another band that's far less known far less known far lesser known it's not quite as known as star set is now um I, matter of fact i can't even recall the name of his previous band but uh the album is called transmissions and it's so far it's their only album it's their debut album as as star set and oh it's it's phenomenal i mean i i love that album so much and uh, you know, back back when her and I were dating, I was always trying to get her on the show, on the 8-Bit Packycast back then. Um, partially because, you know, that was obviously why I was so neglectful in producing any consistency to any podcast that I was doing. And and I wanted to get her on there to, uh, to have her just, just have us talk. And, you know, everyone can maybe see why it was taking so long to produce a fucking episode. But, um... Also, we were going to talk about Star Set because that's that's like her angels and airwaves, you know. For me, AVA's the it. That's that's my band, and you know, Blink also. But you know, it's it's more so AVA. We've determined. Everyone knows that by now. Um, and Star Set's the same for her, and uh, which is kind of funny because, you know, she didn't really know it. That she, I don't think she really had a favorite band until Starset came out, and then bam, there it is. Like, oh, okay. Eh, yeah, she probably did, but you know, it's like once once Transmissions came out, it's like, well, this is it. You know, this is my band, and so she was sharing it with everyone, shared it with me, and and I got incredibly hooked on it. I, uh, it, it's it's cool because it's it's I don't really know what genre it is. It's rock. It's but it's kind of space rock, but not not like Angels and Airwaves is space rock. It's they don't like rely on delay effects, eh. and I think I'm gonna sneak that into every episode or something. 
they they don't rely on on effects like that. I mean, they're they're pretty hard rock, but they have a lot of different like space related themes to their songs and and I mean the album's called Transmissions, you know, and there there's a a great deal of little transmissions that sound like they're coming from space with throughout the album and uh I think their most well-known song from that album is called My Demons. I heard that one on Octane on XM uh XM slash Sirius Satellite Radio quite a few times. And that's uh, a great great song. Uh Halo is another good one. Um uh Telescope is a pretty good one. Just the the whole album is is just chock full of every single song being just individually sustainable and uh yeah they she she actually sent me a link uh, a couple weeks ago saying hey you know check it out <laughs> and it was a link to the fact that they were pressing the album on vinyl and i'm like well fuck i have to have that so i went ahead and bought it and got it in the mail last week so that's pretty cool and then this week, uh, actually, I ordered this probably a few months ago. Uh, for those of you that don't know, one of my other... Ow, I don't know if that rang through the mic or not. My ankle just popped like a motherfucker. Um, one of my other absolute most favorite bands, like if it's not Angels and it's not Blink, and it's not Green Day, I guess. Would I have Green Day a favorite? Yeah, not as much as... Okay, if it's not Angels and it's not Blink, it's Poets of the Fall. They are my absolute other favorite band. Uh, and it's a completely different style of music than, than anything else I listen to. They're, they're rock and roll, but they're, they're, they range from soft rock to hard rock to just regular rock. And uh, beautiful, beautiful music. The lyrics are just out of this world. I mean, you would kind of have to if your name's Poets of the Fall, you know. Uh, and they're from Finland. The English is not even their native language, but the the lead singer has gone on record to say something to the effect of uh, he believes that the English language is the most versatile in its ability to describe emotions and and love and and just the way that things go. I mean, you know, it's pretty true. We have several different words to describe one fucking action and. Uh, and yeah, it's he's pretty spot on with that, I guess. Even though it's not a beautiful language, but it's it's versatile and and uh, he really enjoys using it to his advantage with his music. So all of the music that they release is all in English. The guy's got a beautiful, beautiful voice. Oh, you have to hear it. It's his range is incredible. I, he's classically trained. Uh, if that's still a correct term to use, he he went to music school for vocal lessons, and it really shines. I mean, he can he can hit hard notes, as in just like not not so much screaming. He he does a good wail with his voice, but he he can hit high notes. He's got an incredible falsetto that he he doesn't abuse it like like this band I listened to the other night called uh passion pit the guy sang in falsetto the entire fucking time that's like all he sang in it's like no that ruins it 
you know, if, if you use it periodically throughout your song at the appropriate time, then it's good. That's perfect. I mean, you know, okay, there are a couple songs that poets do where uh, the lead, lead, lead singer's name is Marco. Uh, not Polo. Marco Soresto, I believe, is his last name, or at least the pronunciation of it. And he, he does sing uh, falsetto throughout an entire couple songs. If not the entire thing, the majority of it. But he doesn't do that every single time. Maybe once an album or every other album so far. And it, it's, it blows me away. And, and he's got, to, to back him up on that, on his beautiful singing, he's got uh, Ollie, God, I can't pronounce his last name. I'm not even going to try. A uh, guitarist, who, lead guitarist named Ollie and a backup guitarist named Jaska. Uh, well, originally it was just uh, Marco, Ollie, and a guy they call Captain. They were, they were like the three members of the band. And then uh, Yanni, Yuri and Jaska were were all touring members. Well, when uh, their fifth studio album, Temple of Thought, came out, they brought these guys on as official band members. You know, they, they used them for the studio recordings, too, officially. And that was really cool, because these guys have all been together for this throughout the entire thing, ever since the beginning, and uh, they're just an incredible group of friends with a beautiful stage performance and I really want to go see them live there that's that's one of my huge huge goals that I'd love to achieve someday is going to see them live I'm a I'm I'm part of a a street team that's trying to get them to come to the United States that's how much I love this band it's like I'm doing what I can to help promote them even by talking about them on my show uh you know we 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 post things within the group uh we you know we make phone calls to radio stations trying to get the songs played here so we can you know raise awareness and uh specific members of my group have actually gone to Europe just to go to their concerts i mean it's an expensive thing and i have no way of achieving that goal uh with my very poor level of income <laughs> but nevertheless i uh i hope to one day get, be able to see them and and it's really cool cuz when when my friends went the last time, they got their very first album called Signs of Life. They got it on vinyl. And it was cool because one of the people in our group actually works for the band, is, is an assistant to the guy they call Captain. And he, he's like the guy that does like all the synthesizing and the mixing and, and all the, the technical work. But he's a, he's a, a synth slash keyboard player for the band too. She was able to procure a copy of their first album on vinyl for me. They they sold them like two years ago, and stopped selling them ever since. And she was able to actually get a copy of it on vinyl uh, for me, and then gave it to my friend Susan, who traveled from California to Europe to go follow them on tour. And then Susan took it to the band and had everybody sign it, and then she sent it to me all free of charge. That's how amazing these people are. I didn't ask for this. I, I was ready and willing to send any kind of money I could. I just wanted the vinyl. And then they got it signed. And she not only that, but she got a picture of Ollie, the lead guitarist, holding the album. And a video of him saying, uh, Hi, Packy. You know, thanks for supporting us. Hope you can come see us someday. And I'm just like... I remember I was at work when, when I got the text with that video. 
and I, I just screamed. I was like, no, cool. I, I was like screaming at the top of my lungs. I was so excited. I never freak out like that. But that was just the coolest thing I'd ever seen because Ollie is an amazing guitarist. Um, perhaps at the end of this episode, I'll, I'll throw up from their latest album called Jealous Gods. There's a track called Rebirth. No, not Rebirth. I'm sorry. It's um, There is a track called Rebirth, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. It's a... Oh, fuck. What is the name of it? It's a... a Rogue. That's what it is. It's the first instrumental track they've ever done. And uh, it's awesome. It, it's it's kind of a duel between... If, I've seen it the video of it live I, I always thought it was just the guitars but it starts out Captain's playing on the keyboard synth um, the beginning of it and then it switches to Ollie and, and Jaska playing back and forth like dueling guitars and oh, it's it's a beautiful track and, and I love it because with how much they're able to express through their lyrics and all of their other songs you feel that same kind of expression in this track in just the music alone. I mean, you can create your own story being told just by listening to it. Um, it it's really incredible. And uh, I, I really hope that um, you guys enjoy it because, yeah, I'm going to put it at the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to, you know, in doing that, like I did with Secret Crowds in the first episode, I'm not going to do it every single episode of the show because um, I'm not pod blocked. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to rip off that idea. I've already done enough to rip off Joe, <laughs> you know, uh, and and Zach for that matter, you know, starting an, a, a show specifically dedicated towards just talking about my own life and, and me and focusing on nothing but me and what's going on with me. And because I guess that's what some people want to hear. And uh, hence delayed effect was born. I didn't mean for that to sound as narcissistic as it did, but um, I, I've i been fully convinced at a certain point that I'm, I don't know if I'm like 100% narcissistic, but I definitely suffer from narcissism on some level, and that's just the way it is, <laughs> so I've, I've accepted it, so when I when I talk about certain things, like like doing a solo show about myself, it seems like a narcissistic thing, but I'm not calling people that do solo shows narcissistic. Okay. You guys are just awesome podcasters that do an amazing job of what you do. Me, I do this because it's about me. <laughs> and it's face facts. You know, might as well embrace it. Um, but yeah, uh, anyway, so back to why I was talking about Poets of the Fall. A few months ago, they came out with a collector's edition of their fifth studio album, Temple of Thought, on vinyl. And it's a transparent, kind of a, a it's a white color, but it's, tran it's they call it transparent. You can't really see through it. You can see light through it and shadows and like shapes, but you know, you can't see through it like a piece of glass. But it's, it's just a standard white color, but it came with this really awesome uh, bifold book that has these little pop-ups of cards that have lyrics on them it's really fucking awesome and uh if you're friends with me on facebook you saw me post that today because i could not share it it was that cool um but yeah so i got that in the mail today and that was pretty neat 
It's pretty excited. I haven't thrown it on yet because right when I walked into my room, I just started podcasting. Well, <laughs> that's not true. Actually, I started um, playing guitar, and then my computer started fucking up. And I almost couldn't start podcasting, but I got it to work because, you know, here we are. Take a drink for a second. Pardon me. I've just been talking for like an hour and a half. My throat is pretty dry. So to uh, supplement that, let's bring the guitar into it a little bit. One of my uh, other recent purchases, I ordered a bundle from To The Stars because I am a whore for Tom DeLonge. And I bought uh, a Love t-shirt. And a Poet Anderson t-shirt that's the the logo of him gliding towards the moon with his umbrella out. And then uh, a couple boxes full of guitar picks that have scenes from the movie Love. And then the back just says AVA. So I'm currently holding one with the picture of the astronaut Lee Miller being encompassed by some kind of cosmic ball. I don't really know what it was. It was like a meteor hit him and just like uh, performed, uh, created this perfect circle around him of explosive light and stuff. The movie is very interpretive, but uh, it's a cool scene and very visually stunning. And now it's on my guitar pick. Yeah, that's only in the mic. I forgot to turn on the amp. (laughs) Stupid idiot. Yes. Okay. Now to activate the record and deactivate the microphone for a second so I don't pick up the strings getting hit. I just realized that might be really loud. If it is, um, I'll drop the volume down a little bit on it. It's probably that knob right there that would be good. Let's see. That might be a little bit better. Okay. I like that song. I don't remember how to play the whole thing. Let's look it up. Let's make this kind of a jam cast. How about that, guys? How about that, bots? Hmm. Uh, There may or may not be a reason I'm choosing to play this song specifically, but, you know, 
I guess we'll just have to wait and see, huh? Hmm. All right. Let's see how this goes. played that wrong <laughs> I'm reading the tab as I'm playing so uh, not exactly the greatest but eh, you know it'll do Weezer's fun if you're not a f like if you don't at least like a Weezer song I'm pretty sure there might be um, something clinically wrong with you I mean, come on, who, who in their right mind, what the hell is that, oh, doesn't love, uh, oh, that sounds gross. It's hard to do because I, if you remember the last episode, I had my guitar on, which I think was episode two. Um, I keep my guitar drop tuned to the whole step down detuning, and this song is in uh, half step down. <laughs> so I guess I could throw the capo on, but I don't really want to. Who doesn't love the fucking sweater song, though? Where's the chorus? See if I can do this. I was going to try the solo, but, uh, yeah, with, without practice, I'm not a soloist, so, uh, yeah, not going to happen. Um, well, the, one of the reasons why I brought my guitar onto this episode, aside from the fact that that's just what's going to happen in the majority of them, uh, is to discuss... Uh, rather, uh, well, discuss is probably partially the right word, but also uh, 
demonstrate my newest little toy. There we go. Behold. Ah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Packy is officially in the pedal game. Uh, if you recall in the last episode, I was talking with Eric and uh, the entire Axology account and Mr. Podcast and also Podblock was tagged in that as well. Um, asking them about what pedal I should look into and they did recommend the Boss DD3 and I went and took a look at it. I played around with that one and the... Uh, what was the analog pedal that they recommended? The M MXR, I think it is. I, I played around with that one too. But I found that I liked the digital effect a lot better than the analog. So I was playing the, the Boss DD3 at Guitar Center, and the guy's like, hey, you know, if you like that one, why don't you try this one out? And he handed me a, a TC Electronics flashback pedal it's a, it's a delay and a looper and i played around with it and i f i fell in love with it i mean it's <laughs> the, the boss was a great pedal don't get me wrong but this one was just it had everything i needed and and i like the fact so it, it has uh obviously the the, the regular switches you know the or excuse me knobs the delay knob so you can adjust, I don't really want to tweak it too much because I have it set right where I like it, but you know, if I pluck it where it is right now, if you adjust the knob, you can <laughs> It's really far out there. Um, or you can have it really quick. That's about where I like right now. Then there's a feedback knob, which uh, it determines how many delays you hear. The, the, the further to the right the knob is turned, the more you will hear the echo. And then the FX level is essentially the volume of each echo. So the higher that, the higher the volume. of the, it's, it's going to uh, diminish as the echo goes on, but the higher the FX knob, the longer... Or rather, excuse me, the, the higher the volume of the each delay will be. So to speak, it won't fade as quickly, is what I'm saying. And then there's another knob, which is really cool. This one's actually a, a switch knob that has several different... Um, almost uh, modifiers different types of delays. So we have one that's uh, called the 2290, which I guess is supposed to be one of the most common delays that you hear. Let me mute the microphone so it doesn't pick up the strings. 
I, I guess that one's supposed to be one of the most common delays that you hear. There's another one that this is, it's an analog delay sound. I'm really trying hard to not suck. <laughs> so if I suck, it's because I'm trying too hard. Uh, the next one is called a tape, which I guess simulates the delay that you would get on a tape recording, you know, back on the old uh, tape deck systems that they used to use way back before my time. I guess that's what that is. <laughs> um, there's a lo-fi switch. dynamic one is the next That one's kind of trippy. I like that one. Because you can see it kind of waits till you're done playing to kick in the delay. That's a that's a pretty interesting effect for that. Uh, this next one's kind of trippy. It's called a mod. It uh, it essentially adds kind of a chorus effect on top of the delay. It's pretty cool. Kind of trippy. I like that one. Uh, this one's called a ping pong. I, I guess it's kind of an oscillating sound. I haven't really been able to make this one work, but um, I don't really use it that much. But I guess it must pan left to right, left to right, I'm guessing. I guess we'll find out, huh? I, I don't know. I really don't hear that one for what it's supposed to be. 
This one's called a slap. I don't really know why. Let's let's find out. Interesting. That one's got kind of like a a, a reverb to it, almost. Um, this one's one of my favorites. It's called the reverse. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. That one's kind of fun. And then, of course, the loop function. Um, it's exactly what it is. It's a it's a little loop setup where you can stack files on top of each other. I, I'm, I'm still learning how to effectively use it. But, uh, well, you know. Um, the trial and error. Uh, there, there's a way where you can you can record the loop, the, the initial loop, and then it'll just keep playing it over and over again. Then you can play on top of it, and then you have to hold it again in order to record on top of that. So let's see what kind of damage I can do. So you can see that's my loop. And I can attempt to play something cool on top of that. There we go. <laughs> and you have to like double tap it in order to shut the loop off. But you know, you can just you can do that. You can just play a simple progression of chords of some sort and just loop it and it'll keep repeating it over and over again. It's like your basic loop function. Um, which is fucking awesome because I've always wanted one of those. But you can stack multiple things together. Let's see if I can do that. Whoops. Oh, there it goes.
<laughs> there it is. With that little fuck up in there. Nah, that's garbage. <laughs> but you know, it's your, your basic loop function. And then there's a thing called a tone print. Now this is kind of cool. You can go on TC Electronics website and they have a whole catalog full of effects, uh, specifically delayed ones, that are used by musicians, actual real life musicians. And there's a USB, a micro USB port at the top of this effect pedal and you can plug that into your computer and download that specific tone right onto the pedal. So you flick it to the tone print option and you can play whatever which one you downloaded. I'm sure it probably overwrites it every time so you can only have one. But um, on top of all the different musicians, there's a plethora of just random ones that are created by the musicians at TC Electronics. So yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. Um, turn it back to uh, the one I like to use is, I think it's tape. Yeah. Um, on top of the, the basic delay feature, there's different, uh, I don't know how to accurately describe this. There's a switch that has three different, I, I guess it's which notes are delayed. Like, uh, I, I heard what it was called when I watched the review video. It's a, a quarter note, which is what you hear this one. I guess that's the... That's the quarter note being hit, or the quarter note being delayed, I guess. And then there's the next one is it's. God, I wish I ever could remember the name of it. It's uh, it's a little like the little musical symbol for a note being played, but then there's a dot next to it. I think it's uh, dot. Eight, I'm not even gonna try because it's gonna be wrong, but you, you'll hear the difference. So, so this is what it was before. that with all the knobs setting where I have them which if you're curious the delay is at about I'd say it's at 11 o'clock the feedbacks at 1 o'clock and the FX levels at probably about 2 o'clock so you flick the switch to the middle and now it does this so it kind of plays instead of every quarter note, it's like every eighth note almost. And then the bottom one combines the two. <laughs> Which is kind of messy sounding, but can work really well if you have it in the right... Um, the, uh, I don't know what it says, the, with, with the right pattern.
so that's kind of cool. Oops. <laughs> um, I mean, now that I played around with it, I don't think that's the right. Yeah, that's better. It's not the tape setting I like, Cleveland. It's actually the, oddly enough, the analog one. <laughs> Yet I didn't like the analog pedal. Go figure. But then, like any pedal, just simple flick of that, and it goes away. Click it again. It comes back on. Right where you left it, too. You don't have to. It's, see, that's the thing I didn't like about my amplifier. The, the, the amplifier that I have, it's, it's a cool little amp, and it has two different channels that you can program with whatever sound you like into each one. You, it's only two you can save. But if you like a sound and then you forget to do that and turn it off, when you turn it back on, it just goes default to channel one, whatever the first program is you have saved. So if you like a sound, you like the way you're doing, you want to leave it that way, you got to remember to program it, and which sucks because what if I like three different sounds, which has happened before, so I have to eventually forfeit one of them. That kind of bums me out. I like that. It's kind of pretty. I think my amp is on the right setting. Um, maybe it was that one. Let's try that. Yeah, that's right. Um, one thing that's kind of cool too, because of the the way effect pedals work. And the it's a I, I, for the for the pedal enthusiasts out there, it is a true bypass pedal. So I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that means that you lose no signal through the pedal from guitar to amplifier. Like there's nothing lost in the translation, so to speak. Um, but in in doing that, I also enjoy the fact that I can use the effects on my amplifier as well so I can kind of double up on effects that way which is nice because I don't have to get another pedal for a while. <laughs> Hopefully. And I like these, but I don't want to be a, that guy that has so many that I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> so. I mean, I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was looking into the, uh, the tube stomper, I believe it's called. For a little bit of extra overdrive but i like the crunch that the gibson dirty fingers provides for uh for sound in general so you know i'm, I'm pretty okay with it for right now
if you're um <laughs> if you're curious why I keep playing that same little riff over and over again, that's actually a one that I've been working on since I got this pedal. That one and that that prettier one that I played earlier. Um the uh That that little one that I played earlier, those are two different uh, delayed riffs that I came up with, just for fun. And I'm like, wow, those actually sound kind of cool. And um, so I'm trying to build upon them and I turn them into songs. Isn't that the whole point of creating riffs? To try and make them into real music, you know, one would assume. But uh, anyway, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the. TC Electronics flashback delay and looper pedal. My first official pedal. And that is it for the guitar. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I'd love to sit and play more, but I've got stuff I want to talk about. And it's getting really late, so let's get this show on the road. Um... <clears throat> So the reason I was playing Weezer earlier and the reason why this show was not recorded uh, released on time, recorded and released on time, well, initially, if you listen to the episode 45 of the 8-Bit Packycast, you'll hear that I went and saw Ant-Man. So that's why I didn't record it Saturday night because my friends and I went out Saturday night and I got home about midnight. So I had to go to bed because I had to work the next day which equaled a total of five hours of sleep and 48 hours, which was great. And then Sunday night after work, uh, my friend invited me to go to Project Pabst, it is called. It's just a local festival that they have in Portland because PBR, Pabst Blue Ribbon, uh, what is it? Is it a Pilsner? It's a... I don't know. Whatever it is, it's uh, really popular in Portland. It is widely popular because uh, Portland is a very big hipster nation of sorts. And <laughs> PBR is known as the hipster beer. It's the nectar of the hipster gods, so to speak. And... I guess being that it's so big here, they decide to hold an actual festival here. And it's not like a touring festival. It's just like this is just something that happens in Portland once a year. And they always get some pretty big bands. And Weezer was the headlining band for Sunday night. And it kind of bummed me out because Saturday night they had Against Me playing, which I didn't notice until Sunday. I didn't even look because I was like, oh, Weezer, that's all I care about. I don't know why I didn't bother looking to see who was playing Saturday. Um... I don't know any of Against Me's music, but that is the band that Adam Willard went to join, and he's the former drummer for Angels and Airwaves, one of the one of the founding members of the band that was with them up until the end of Love Part Two. So basically, the first four studio albums. And uh, God, I would have loved to fucking go see him, just because he's one of my favorite drummers. Just the ferocity that he brings to the stage is just unlike any other that I've ever seen and ah I wish I could have gone to that just to see him but nevertheless I went Sunday uh we got there around five I'd say 
And just walk around. You know, PBR was the only beer they had. They had that, water, and wine. And soda, of course. But I uh, don't drink soda unless it's mixed in with the Forty Creek. So clearly they didn't have that. So I drank PBR. And it's cool. It was 6 bucks for the first one if you wanted the koozie with it, which I got. And after that, they're all 4 bucks each. So it's not like I spent an ungodly amount of money. But I bought a Weezer t-shirt. Just a standard black t-shirt that says Weezer on it. That's it. <laughs> And a pair of PBR sunglasses, because, I mean, I had sunglasses, but I wanted to rep something that was, you know, related to the event, because I'm a whore like that. And that was it. I mean, that and a few beers, I I barely spent probably 50 bucks for the whole thing. Not including the ticket. The ticket itself was $40. But it was fun. It was really hot. This this weekend, uh, you know, we, we had a pretty bad heat wave here in Portland last couple weeks. Like, upper mid to upper 90s the entire time with humidity pushing it over 100 quite often Fahrenheit and you know and I, I want to go on record to say when when I was on uh, the episode of pod blocked Joe said to me something along the lines of doesn't it make more sense that freezing would be zero and I agree with you Joe but on the flip side of that doesn't it make more sense that scorching hot should be 100 <laughs> yeah I mean I, I guess it works both ways depending on uh, which spectrum you're looking at of the temperature levels. But nevertheless, uh, yeah, it was it was fucking hot. And, and, you know, I didn't care so much. Even with the humidity and I was working at it because, you know, I'm a landscaper, so I'm working outside all the time. I didn't care. I, I was, they, they obviously gave us water. I mean, they, they installed a new jug filler at work. They gave us giant water jugs to carry around. And they installed an ice machine so we could always have cold water. They gave us Gatorade powder in case we wanted to, you know, add the electrolytes and the flavor and the all the gobs of sugar. <laughs> um, they did well to keep us hydrated, and we stayed as such. And I, I didn't care. I, I was actually really enjoying it, oddly enough, which is weird because previous years when it's gotten really fucking hot, I've stayed out of it. I tried to work in the shade as much as possible, but I was walking around in it the whole time, working on my tan a little bit, getting that skin cancer going, you know, starting early, um, and it didn't bother me, but this weekend was pretty bad, because <laughs> uh, it, it, see, what it did is it, it was stayed in those 90s, and then it cooled off and dropped down to like the 70s and 80s, and then this weekend, just for Saturday and Sunday, it bumped right back up to 97 both days. And, motherfucker, I guess when you've been in it for so long, then you drop back down to cold and just bump right back up again, that's when you notice it. But Saturday was was pretty pretty bad. It was just, I was like, wow, this is actually hot. But Sunday, just walking around at that event, no, nah, it was fine. Maybe it's because I was drinking. I don't know. But I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was cool. They had a, <laughs> they, they really, really worked in the, uh, the name a lot and and tried to pun it up a little bit so they had an arcade there full of retro games which is cool uh games like pac-man galaga millipede centipede uh mrs pac-man donkey kong donkey kong jr donkey kong 3 was apparently a thing i didn't even know then they had numerous pinball machines and it was all free to play which was kind of the problem because people just hogged the machines so i didn't actually play anything but they had a dj in there I don't know who he was, but I went up and took a picture of him, uh, posted it to Instagram, and tagged Project Paps, and it ended up popping up on the big screen by all the concerts. 
you know, you could send snaps, Instagrams, Facebooks, tweets, things like that, um, and tag them on it. And it would, th- some of them would show up on the screen. And I did two of them. I did that. And then I did one of me with uh, my mouth around a bowl that had some noodle salad in it that I bought for dinner. And both of those went up. I thought that was kind of cool. There was my ugly mug up on screen with Packy Chew, which is my uh, Instagram handle. And uh, the DJ was cool. I walked up and I'm like, hey, dude, can I take a selfie with you? And I died a little bit inside actually saying that out loud. But it's the easiest way I could think to get the point across. And he's like, yeah, of course. And, you know, he did, he, he did the big, like, ah, you know, the big open mouth smiling picture. And and I did the same thing. And, and it was a cool picture. It's actually my profile picture on Facebook now because I liked it so much. Um, and that was great. And no one else seemed to do that for the the picture up there, so it was kind of unique in its own way. So that was cool. Um, you know, some other bands played. Uh, Passion Pit played, and and uh, they were all right. They sang in falsetto the entire time, which is weird. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, in fact, I think I talked about them earlier. <laughs> uh, then uh, Buzzcocks, they were pretty cool. They were kind of like a, a one of the old British invasion bands. They kind of sound like a mashup of uh, like the Clash, the Ramones, and uh, Sex Pistols all together in one band. And they were pretty good. I really enjoyed them. Just good, solid, like British punk. I didn't recognize any of the songs, but I, I liked it. And then, of course, Weezer, bam, came on. And Weezer was great. I mean... They're just a solid band. They really know what they're doing, and they do it well. They played the only the only song that they didn't play that I was hoping for was uh, Buddy Holly, but they might have played it. But I left a little bit early, just to try and beat the rush and get back to my car before it got dark. And uh, yeah, it was great. Um, but I didn't, I didn't get home from that until uh, twelve thirty, and I had to be up at. Fuck what? what I get up at like four thirty or five every day to get ready for work and which really means I don't get up till six and I have to leave at six fifteen, end up leaving at six thirty, but you know, that's how it goes. And uh yeah, it's it was fun, but that you know, that's that's why I didn't get to the uh the episode recording. But you know, it it kind of worked and I, I think that's a legit excuse because it was Weezer. Weezer's my excuse. <laughs> I was thinking about what to talk about for this episode, and I was thinking, well, you know, in talking about Weezer, I could go into detail about some of the concerts I've been to, but I'm looking at about an hour of recording already, and uh, I think I'm going to call it. So um, that'll just be Chapter 4. I'll talk about some concerts, some of my favorite concerts I've been to, and uh, maybe even do my... I've been to quite a few concerts so far and yeah okay I'll do a top 10 concert list matter of fact and uh I'll think about it over the course of the next week come up with a, a legit top 10 list not just sitting here and think well I like this one so I'll put it there no I'll I'll actually put some thought into it and have it ready for the next episode how about that I think that'd be pretty cool All right, well, if you've enjoyed listening to this little podcast, uh, I would very much so appreciate it if you could take the time to go to iTunes 
uh, rate and review it. And if you like it, subscribe to it. So when the new ones come out, bam, right to your device. You can also do the same thing with Podcast Addict and Stitcher. You can find me on both of those. Uh, you can find me at shows.tangentboundnetwork.com. Mark was cool enough to uh, have me hosted on the site there, even though it's not a Tangentbound Network show. I'm still affiliated with them, so that's cool. Very neat of him. I need to talk with Zach about getting that done on Blood Pods too, because I want this to be affiliated with both networks because of you know, I've I've talked about it before how they're both big influences on my, my podcasting career, for lack of a better term. And uh I'd very much like to rep both shows if I could. Or both networks, excuse me. So um we'll wait till Zach gets a little bit less of a chaotic schedule. <laughs> uh poor guy. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for checking out Delayed Effect. Uh, I remember iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, add me to your favorites on uh, what Podcast Addict and uh, yeah, Stitcher. And you can find me on iTunes at D Effect Pod. It's D E F F E C T P O D. Uh, same thing on Facebook, forward slash Defect Pod. And be sure to like and follow me there to keep up to date with. All sorts of shit. I, I tend to use the Twitter as much as I can for uh, talking with people. Um, I have it linked up with my phone, so any alerts that I get will automatically pop up on there. And if, especially if it's related to music, I will specifically use that account to do any posting or talking or things like that. So that's pretty cool. And I share things to my uh, Facebook page, too, occasionally. But yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode, talking about uh, the delayed effect itself <laughs> by way of a pedal, uh, a little bit of PBR talk, and as a matter of fact, I'm officially drinking a PBR during this episode. I, I don't know, I'm a fan. Which is weird, because I didn't used to like it before. I guess maybe now that I have Excuse me, something to tie it to. It means a little bit more now. I don't know, but like, you know, they, they give it to you from those those coolers just ice fucking cold and it's really good. And I guess if you just get it that way and drink it that way, it's it's still just as good. So um Count me a fan of the PBRs. Or the peebs, as my friend Steve called it today. Oddly enough, this is just making me one step closer to becoming Joe. <laughs> I don't know if 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 he's potentially caught on to that, but I'm I'm calling everyone bod. I'm drinking Forty Creek with Coke. It's Coke Zero though, so that's my own twist. And then now I'm drinking PBR. Shit, I'll start growing a beard, losing my hair, and wearing flannel here before you know it. Oh boy. Uh, I'm the American Joe. There we go. Yeah, right. I wish. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to my show, and be sure to tune in next week for more delayed, delayed. Effect. effect. This is really good. <laughs>